Wanna whisper in your ear that you're, that you're good enough I wanna change the way you see you, you're strong enough Say them not know that you got more than meets the eyes And them not see you making stride after stride Today we're talking about some of the craziness that has been going on in the Christian world, in religion. I am um, seven months away from having my master's degree, which I'm so excited about. Something that took me many years to hop back into and move towards. And so I'm so excited about that. But in, um, in this program, I have an opportunity to write a lot about religion, um, which is my background. Um, and just being able to do some research in this area has just opened my eyes to so, so, so much, not only the part of um, religious beliefs or faith that helps us to move forward in life, helps us to be mindful and how prayer really matters and can help us to move, um, to move some things out of the way that need to be moved. Um, not only that, but the damage that can happen when religion is not so good. I just finished writing um, <laughs> some a, a paper on some of those things that happen in religion that can be good and bad. But today I want to kind of um, share with you a conversation that I recently had with Coach Renee Roberts, which was an absolutely amazing conversation. We were just chatting it up about some of the things that have been happening in um, the Christian world. Number one is there have been a lot of pastors that have been cussing, cussing, not just cursing, but cussing on the platform. And a lot of people have a lot of opinions about that. And the other is Transformation Church just did this huge, huge production that blew people's minds. And so we're chatting it up about that and about how it affects our mental wellness when our <laughs> our faith or our religion is in crisis. And so I know that you are going to absolutely enjoy this conversation as much as we enjoyed it. As always, I love giving you an opportunity to know how you can find me. You can go to iqueenup.com, book a session with LaShawn, and let's talk about moving your life, your business forward. You can also see me on TikTok as the LaShawn Brooks. Instagram and Facebook is the same, the LaShawn Brooks. Now let's get into this conversation. You're going to love it. What is up, Chick? Hey, hey. Hey, hey. <laughs> so um, I know you all have already seen the topic. We're talking about from cussing in the pulpit Ugh. or on the pulpit to a controversial Easter play. All right. You know, every now and then we got to kind of break up the podcast, you know, um, because I believe our cultural, cultural influences as well as our social influences matter to our, our, our mental health. Yes. Right. Absolutely. So these two areas, literally one, you know, the overall area of religion. Mm -hmm. Yes. Um, and tradition uh, and how it impacts the way we um, how do I say it? The way we do God. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, doesn't that make sense? It makes a whole lot of sense. So, you know, we're, um, um coach LaShawn and I are just going to kind of mash it up. And I wish we had like, um, what do you call it? A, um, 
call in number. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> call us right now. Five, five, five. Seven, seven, Ask your seven, questions. Three, 11, state your, you know what I'm saying? State your positions. <laughs> so um, I just want to chat it up. We don't have anything scripted. Anything I have down here is cussing on the pulpit mm. and the Transformation Church. Yeah. <laughs> what is deemed disastrous production. Yeah. You know, yeah. so um, I want to ask this. Let's kick it right. Let's start here. Do you feel that, and I'm asking the listening audience as well, do you feel that these types of things desecrate the church? Mm. That's a strong word. Desecrate. Um, I do. I, I, I believe that is a good word because when we talk about something being desecrated, it is just being completely, here's another word, obliterated. Like it's mm. being ruined, you know? And so I, I think it does because it desecrates our trust of one another. Mm. It, it ruins relationship. Wow. And so when I am ruining unity, when I'm ruining relationship by um, being a chatterbox about what I think about what another person is doing, I'm, I've, I haven't been there. I'm not there. I don't know what they're dealing with, what they're going through. Mm -hmm. I don't know what creativity God has placed in their hearts. I don't know um, if you know they're on the brink of like this is the end the for me. Breakdown, a right. nervous breakdown, which right. I've been there myself. Mm -hmm. um, but I still want to just, I have so much, so much of an opinion. And I think that is one of the biggest things that has really desecrated the church. The opinions just of people. Just our constant opinions. And it's not just, you know, opinions like, well, you know, I think they right. should have did blah, blah, blah. Right. No, it is dogma. It's judgmental. Scripture backed up. Opinions, Judgment, you yeah, know? yeah, 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 judging. So, um, okay, that's good. So, opinions desecrate the church, absolutely. So, taking that same word, do you feel that the cussing on the pulpit and uh, the Easter production mm -hmm. that Transformation Church put on, do you feel mm -hmm. like things like in those natures uh, desecrate the pulpit, the, the church? desecrate the church oh okay so the opinions do so as so far as the things the that they're too. doing right so what about the other side oh, okay you feel like I get those it. things are um, desecrating the church I don't, are they are they you know because i hear people say saying now you know the pulpit is just not sacred any longer you know it's no longer sacred and you know we kind of chattered about this yes so we have. <laughs> i but we didn't talk about desecration yeah desecration <laughs> Um, I believe that, um, if the church is as strong and as powerful as we say it is, then an Easter play and a preacher cussing on the pulpit cannot desecrate it. Mm. What it, what, what it desecrates is our, um... <laughs> the fictionary tales that we tell ourselves about what church should be. Mm, it does desecrate that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it mm -hmm. desecrates um, 
the huh, the magic or the fantasy um, mindset that we have that we need to have for the church to stay in control, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it desecrates that. Okay. And that's when we get um, triggered or challenged. We get intimidated yeah. when things don't look the way we need it to look to believe that there's power in it. Wow. Yeah. That's good. That's good. Yeah. Because I'm sitting here thinking, so I'm thinking for us, let's mash it up. Let's separate the two. Mm-hmm. Got the cussing on the pulpit. Okay. There's a lot of clips of that going around. And that's, just different so pastors, many different. Absolutely. Right? Um, yeah. Not that it hasn't been happening, but it's on camera now. Yeah. Um, and then you have the Transformation Church play, which was recent because of mm-hmm. Easter. If you haven't seen that, you need to go and just check go it look out those on two things up. some yeah, social media up, platforms that are showing, you know, little clips of that. So let's start with the cussing on the pulpit. Okay. Now I have my own opinions mm-hmm. about that type of, of, of behavior. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's not from a religious perspective. It's from a professional perspective. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So as a professional, you know, which I believe that anybody gracing, um, the pulpit, if you may, mm-hmm. uh, should present themselves in a professional manner because you are right. dealing with a mass of people. You're mm-hmm. dealing with an audience. Yeah. And so in are that, trusting you. That's true. Right. Yeah. So in your professionalism, um, you know, because we can have bad character and still be professional. Yes. You know how to turn on what you need to turn on to present where yeah. you need to be present to present. Mm-hmm. So for every other platform, there's, there's, there are qualifications. There are, you know, certain standards, I should say, mm-hmm. um, that are in play. Yes. You know, you and I, we've spoken for business conferences, you mm-hmm. know, um, we've spoken for women's conferences mm-hmm. and you know, those platforms, like you said, people are trusting the information that you're giving. Right. So in a professional manner, do I feel cussing, to that degree is is uh, effective. Mm-hmm. I do not. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Um, but would I say that someone who a, a preacher that cusses on the pulpit is desecrating <laughs> the pulpit or the that altar? Word. Yeah. I do not feel so. I do not feel that that's what they're doing. Yeah. Because I don't feel let's off rip that there's anything sacred about our brick and mortar. There's nothing sacred about those platforms we stand on. There's nothing sacred about that pulpit that we sit our Bibles and our things on. There's nothing sacred about those front row chairs or the chairs that we sit on on the pulpit. Mm -hmm. There's nothing sacred about this. These are things that we, as human beings, in our dogmatized state have created as these sacred things. And what makes that different from worshiping the golden calf? Talk to me, Coach LaShawn, because you are sitting here looking at me just <laughs> like she really just come put it out there like that. Like right? I, I, I love that you can, you know, throw that out there because you're right. You know, is the pulpit our golden calf? Right. Is the pastor? Mm. Our golden calf. Well, they're damning the pastors now. Absolutely. So we're not even... But the only reason why we damn them is the same reason why we damned Rihanna because she came out pregnant 
at the the Super Bowl and couldn't dance. Mm -hmm. It's called celebrityism. And when we place people on these pedestals, we place them on a pedestal because we need to believe in something bigger than ourselves. Wow. And so when we place people on these pedestals and they cannot fulfill, which we were never supposed to fulfill, but they can't fulfill what we're expecting that pedestal to get out of them, then we damn them. Wow. And that's why we can damn, you know, the pastors and say, oh my God, I don't want to be a part of this. So it kind of goes both ways. We've been believing in a system of doing things, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. uh, this hierarchical (laughs) system that gets people into this place where we're supposed to honor them as golden calves. Wow. And we think that they're not, but anything that is a middleman between me and my deity is often my golden calf. Wow. And so if if I start worshiping a pastor, um, ooh, so much I could say there. <laughs> um, and it doesn't always sound like you are holy. And, no, and in some sects it does. In yeah. some sects it does sound right, like, right. you know, you are holy. Yeah. You are awesome. Bring the money to the man of God. All that kind of stuff. But in some sects it just looks like, I have to be here at a specific time. Doesn't matter how much it damages my family. I'm going to be here. I'm going to do everything that I can, including put myself low down on the totem pole to become another person's slave to be their armor bearer. Mm. So without realizing it, we do idolize and worship people and we idolize and worship the pulpit. Yeah. We idolize what we've been conditioned to believe is holy absolutely when i'm like a freaking wood (laughs) stage cannot be holy like you know right if if so take your darn shoes off (laughs) and walk on holy clean them and walk on the holy ground yeah and make sure you're pure make sure you're pure let's start there (laughs) right you're pure yeah you know so it's not about the 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 cussing because so many of us as leaders have gotten up on that holy space that sacred space and we're not right no we're not right so whatever's it's just in not, our heart it's just not it's, it's on it's display not out, right yeah. it's covert it's covert Absolutely. so to say that a person that it's is 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 overt in their behavior yeah um that they're worse than the person that's covert yes i don't i don't agree i don't agree i love what you said about you know professionalism yeah. which i think is very important especially when you are coming to the masses right? right professionalism is important but when you hear what she was saying it sounded to me like she was talking to family you know what I mean? Yeah. Not saying her community. That, right. Her her spiritual community. And yeah. you know, it didn't look like anyone in that spiritual community was super surprised. No, it wasn't new. It wasn't new. Just <laughs> right? it, it just wasn't new. Yeah. It just was like, you know, she's going in today. Yeah. And then and there are some um communities, spiritual communities. That are that way, yeah. Where they are, that's their structure, that's folks, their, and, and this is very, our pastor. I call it ratchet at the mouth, like you know r- like ratchet, ratchet like, at the mouth. There, and then there are some spiritual communities that are not really on display right now that do things that are uh, about a lot more outlandish, yes, than what we heard, yes. But we do love it. I, I do want to mention um, that I think. This pastor 
has been at a breaking point for a long time. Which one are you talking? Because it's another one out there right now. It's a couple of them. Yeah, it's a, it's a and few. I think it's many pastors. Yeah. You're at a breaking point. Yeah, yeah. Right now. Mm-hmm. And you know what? Guess what? It's okay to be at that breaking point. Um, there are a lot of them yeah. out there that need to um, just take a step back. And, and, yes. and the system does not allot for that. No, no. Mm-mm. You can take the most amazing new couple, new, you know, new to the the body person and put them in that system. And at some point, some point. Yeah. Now, we don't always see everybody's breaking. No. Because some people know how to seriously pull aside and do put it on the doll. Yeah. 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 We don't see everybody's breaking, but. Yeah. It's there and it happens. Yeah. And um, when you're in that system, you're constantly trying to find some type of expression for what it is that you feel in that space. Yeah. Yeah. And and I feel so bad. I feel like, you know, when we become so heavily opinionated in the form of judge, well, we become heavily judgmental in the form of opinions. Yeah, we do. Um, It literally desecrates the body of Christ because it violate because desecration really means violate, right? That's mm. the that's really the premises of desecration. There's a violation. Ooh, so when this happens, it literally violates the unity of the body. Right. Because now you got some over here, you know, that person, that's a shame. They need to do this and that, that, that. That's not God. That's not this. That's not the spirit of God. That's not the presence of God. Then you got this, these other ones over here that say, well, whoa, I, I received everything she said. And, and it touched, it touched me. me. It met me where I am. And so when we begin to be that, like that's, that's tearing, that's renting the body right. of Christ. That's desecrating the body of Christ when Absolutely. we are being that way and not extending grace. Like you were just saying, people are at breaking points you don't even know. And yeah, you could say, well, if they're at that point, then they shouldn't be behind the pulpit. Oh, stop, stop, stop. Sometimes you don't even know you're at that point. Sometimes you don't realize it. And I've, I've heard people say, you know, you don't want to spill out on the people what's going on in your heart. Where do we get that from? I don't know because Where do we get that from? Literally in Thessalonians, Paul says, we don't just give you just scripture. We're giving you our lives. Our whole life. Our lives. When, yes. when I stand up there, you have every experience that I've ever had at your disposal. Yeah. You know, it's not just, um, what I have studied and thus saith the Lord for that moment. No, you're getting a human being. Mm. Yeah. And I think not a God. we forget. Yeah. Not an idol. Mm-mm. You're getting a, you're getting a, a person. You're getting a whole person. Who has traumas from childhood. Pains, existing issues, current issues going current on issues. Yeah. that you yeah. would never, ever know about. And so lashing out in judgment instead oh, of I can in stand compassion it. Yeah, I can and stand wanting it. to cover and honor. Because love scary. covers. Love, the, the Bible says love covers a multitude of sins. So if you feel like these people are sinning or they're desecrating the pulpit, where's the love? 
There Where is, is the none. love? We, we're is not none. loving. We are just being horrible people. No, we don't know what that is. We've been, but 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 we in church all the time, and we got a whole bunch of scriptures, and that's Bible a and whole the lot Bible. of scripture. Mm-mm, mm-mm. But the opposite of love, right, mm-hmm. is fear. Mm. The opposite of love is fear. So when you see people lashing out like right. that, it's not hate, throwing it's scriptures, yeah. Yeah. saying all kinds of you know, giving all kinds of dogma. It has to do with the fear of their position. Yeah. When you've been sitting and rotting, your creativity has been rotting for years. When you look at what Transformation Church just did. Yeah, let's go on into them now. Like this production that I wish I could have seen. The I know, I wish thing. I could be there. Like, like I was like, that's lit. Like, like, what's cool. up? I want to see it. What's up? Right. Pass the mic. It know? looked like the grant. Like, it looked like. The Grammys. It looked so huge and amazing. And the comments I read, my heart was rent into. Yes, I was hurt. I was so wounded as a believer because I'm feeling like, are we that close-minded to think that there's only one way to reach the masses? Only one way. And it's a story being retold over and over and and I'm like, I, I'm, I like, I'm, I'm to the point, like, I hate Easter. Oh my God. I hate Easter time. Why? Because we have made this into some dramatic reenactment of the death, burial, and a little bit of the resurrection of Jesus Christ. A little Christ. tiny Just bit. Just a tiny it, We want you to cry. We want the beatings over and over. We want, <gasps> okay, how many times, like, can oh we God. focus on what? Yes, reflect on what he did, but let's revel in what he is doing. You understand what I'm saying? It it makes me laugh because... He is resurrected. What the heck? No, we don't focus on that. We want you to cry because we need for there to be a big altar call to validate our reasons for being in ministry. Oh, child, let me sip some more water. Which is why... Which is why we need this big validation. But then after Easter, what do we do with all of these people that came up crying because we showed them the massacre of Jesus? What, what, yeah. are, we, what are we doing with them? Which proves now we have, we, we focus on this death. We, we invite these people to focus on the, the death and all of the stuff that Jesus accomplished for us. But then we don't focus on the life. And so we have a bunch of people that came to the altar that don't know how to live after this. You made the biggest decision of your life is the best decision of your life. But now they've made this decision and we put them in this system that goes nowhere. <laughs> and, we, and we call it Resurrection Sunday. But it's really... It is not, that's not, that to me, that's not resurrection. And I'm thinking, okay, Martin Luther King, of course he's not the Christ. Right. But Martin Luther King Jr. or Martin Luther King Jr. Day, mm-hmm. we're not sitting around having parades about his assassination. No. We're not sitting around having video clips of him, you know, being spat on and beat and put in jail and, and shot. To, like, no. no, we're celebrating that. I, he had a dream. And we're we're not wearing necklaces with the gun that shot him. Right. Right. Like we do the cross. Girl, bye. Girl, bye. Girl, bye. 
You about to make me lose some park, some listeners, something. <laughs> what are we? I know. I I know. I know this is hard to hear. But for it's a the lot truth. It's like but think about it. Bring things into perspective. One of the things that you mentioned as we started, you talked about how this affects our mental health. Mm-hmm. These types of things. When I hop on and I start giving my unadulterated opinion of what is not God, what is so unholy, What's unacceptable I'm, to, I unacceptable haven't even seen him. it. I don't even know what the whole thing looks like. We got thrown off by the Beyonce music. <laughs> we got jacked up. As by if that. you don't listen to it already. But and that's another story. Mm-hmm. Go right Okay, ahead. so. Go uh, ahead. Uh, but here we are in this space. We throw all of this dogma out at each other and we don't think about the people that are in a crisis of faith that are trying to figure things out, that are wanting to take this invitation to God. But your confusion and the things that you have to say and the way that you say it makes everyone want to run away from you and everything that looks like you and your representation of God. Yeah, because it's a division. It, it, I told you, it's desecrating. It's disgusting. Yes. Would you invest your life, or let's just say financially, you go to the bank, and at the bank, you go there, the president comes out, I just want to welcome you. I want you to you know, think about investing here. These are the things that you can invest in and the ways that you can invest. And while that bank president is talking to you the bank manager comes out and starts saying that ain't how we do things here why are you saying it like that i don't like how you dress today that doesn't look good your <laughs> hair color your is not walk out honey are you gonna invest no ma'am that's too chaotic it's too chaotic and we don't see that and then the other side of the mental health we are inflicting harm on these men and women of god we don't have the right to say that they're not men and women of god we and don't. we're inflicting harm. You know, I honestly prayed for Pastor Mike, yeah. his family, and yeah. that church family. Absolutely. After I saw all of the hate going towards them, mm-hmm. I pray for every one of those the pastors and who leaders did. who are cussing on the pulpit, yeah. and they're getting the backlash from the community of the believers. Yeah, I pray for them because I'm like God, protect their minds. This is that that this can be so injurious to them. Yeah. And we don't think about that because all we're thinking about is upholding the bloodstained banner of our Lord. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. you don't even know. That's not, that's, that's not crazy. it. It's crazy. You remember back it. in the day, <laughs> BB and CC Winans. Oh, God, when they first came when out. When they first came out. Honey, Satan. Everyone thought because they didn't say, geez, geez, mm-hmm. have a little talk with G. Like, yeah. it, everything had to have Jesus' name in you. it. Ooh, they were mad. Everybody Girl, was so mad. They just got the world. That was the other statement. The world. I hate that statement. With the world has come into the church. Yeah. Yeah, it came into the church because it's in us. What the heck? We're we are part- the church. We're he- like, what do you mean? What What does that mean? Why does there have to be an us and them? Right. Oh. And when we, when we that's that hierarchy, that that's that elitism, is that's that elitism. supremacy. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. We mm-hmm. are better than them mm-hmm. because we are sinners saved by grace. So that puts me on a pedestal over people to be able to judge and tell them how horrible they are. When I put a separation between me and the, the neighbors that I have, 
You understand what nah, I'm saying? Jesus never did that. It's a problem. He yeah. never did that. As a matter of fact, Jesus said, I'm going to go where the world is. I'm going to sit with people. I'm going to sit with the world. I'm going to eat with the world. Because I I'm came here for the world. I came here yeah. to love them, to, to see who they are. But we walk around like the scribes. I, I can't. I just mm. can't. I, I, I'm telling you, Easter, I've been traumatized. I have been traumatized for Easter. By the After time this, I, I and I had a good time at my church Sunday for yeah. Easter, but when I saw this stuff going on you don't about be a part. our brothers and sisters in the Lord, those are my brothers and sisters, mm-hmm. whether I know them personally or not, they are my brothers and sisters. Yeah. By the time I saw a clip, the, like a thirty-second clip <laughs> of a whole, I'm sure, hour and a half production. Exactly. I'm gonna make a judgment. I'm gonna, right. And. Most people, most churches who wanted to stay in the box, stay in the space that makes people comfortable. Yeah, whip we're Jesus, still put showing, him on the cross, yeah, we were hang still him and let him stuff. raise up at the tomb three days later. I, if and we don't crying. understand that by now, if that's not in our hearts by now, that's like reliving the death of someone you love over and over. Can I you love imagine? I love Christ too much to keep going over that every every year reliving the like i'm trying to embrace the life from like when my mom passed away oh god like oh my god when my mom passed away the last thing i want to do is relive how she She passed away right thinking of the pain that she was like that that will drive me Absolutely, but that's what out of we've my been mind. conditioned to believe. This is what, and Easter that's why is all many about. of us are absolutely out of our minds. <laughs> <laughs> you know, if it's gonna be Resurrection Sunday, I'm I'm thinking like, let's go get it up. Let's Jesus is alive. What's up? He's alive. Celebrate. Yeah, but we can't create celebrate one song out of the whole production Listen. because we we have to go through the the reaccounting re- that. Read it in the Bible. Read it. We don't have to keep reenacting that. No, we don't. And then get mad at people who are out of the box, who are being led by Holy Spirit. Because here it is. Holy Spirit is very progressive. You understand what I'm saying? You sure about that? I'm sure. (laughs) You sure about that? I'm sure, but religious minds may argue with me. No. But the Holy Spirit is very progressive. Absolutely. And the Holy Spirit unlike us, stays in touch with the times, with the people, speaks with the, the language, culture, speaks the language, learns the language. This is why there, the this is why all over the world, the, what God is saying can be heralded because it's the Holy spirit through us. That's able to disseminate it so that people can get it. You understand what I'm saying? It is only through <sighs> dumbing down and stagnating. Chill. The Holy Spirit that we can stay in these spaces, mm, but we think we, we think we're we every think church we're with not. purple carpet. Oh Jesus! And um, <laughs> gold banners. And if we don't do purple, purple then we do royalty, blue, isn't it? If we don't do purple, then we do blue carpet. Wait, which one is royalty? Is it blue or purple? I'm not sure any longer. I, you know, I used to. That's know. a whole other thing. We have all this symbolism. Okay. Anyways. So, yeah, that's 
our time for our mashup <sighs> for this one. And the ultimate goal of this particular mashup is to really get us to open our eyes yeah. and see through unveiled lenses. Let's start really seeing through the lenses of Christ because we're not like what I see taking on place on this whole thing on these topics. That is not. I know God's not pleased. No. I, talking about God not being pleased. God not even concerned <laughs> about that Easter play. Right. He's not like, <laughs> and neither Mike, is he why concerned you do that? about that woman or man that cussed on the pulpit. Right. It's how are we. It is our response. Unifying the body. Yeah. And if we're not unifying it, we are divisive. No. And so I'm hoping it will ch- help us to challenge ourselves, to check ourselves. Me too. You know, like. Absolutely. And check all of these opinions and make sure we're not being harmful and injurious to our sisters and brothers. We're yeah. supposed to be one body. You know, the Bible talks about how if your brother does something against you, you shouldn't even try to bring him to court. You should try to deal, with, try that to deal with that outside. Of, you know why? Because it is it's for relationship. There you go. But that's a problem. And relationship. We don't, know. We don't, we don't have a relationship with these people. We have so religion. We, have to throw we don't even have a relationship with God. Oh, but we're going to leave that alone. Mm. We have religion with God and um it has been normalized as relationships which is why a lot of our own personal relationships suck so anyways mm. which is why we have to do a whole lot of antics mm-hmm. externally to show, to show how deep we are because the internal okay that's all right all so right. yeah that's our time um so listen we are actually coach LaShawn and I are launching Yes. Um, something brand new and exciting is coming up. Yeah. I'm going to let her go ahead and share on it Come a little on. bit. Come on, girl. <laughs> Tell her what we're doing. So we are going to be um, launching a podcast, and um, it's just going to grow from there. We're going to be doing some things on TikTok as well and, and just kind of answering questions and sharing our own stories, sharing some of our own um, uh, understandings when it comes to kind of merging mental wellness and faith together and we're calling it the church project um and the church project c-h-e-c-h-e-r-c-h um it is a community of healers Mm -hmm. encouraging reconstruction clarity and healing yes um healing is a big thing for us we need it absolutely we need it in every aspect like not just in our personal lives but even in our our religious lives we we need healing we do we definitely need and reconstruction yeah right which you know my big word which starts with deconstructions yeah (laughs) (laughs) we gotta do we gotta do some demolition yeah we gotta tear some stuff down you know level out the ground yeah we so that we can literally hear the voice of God. If you've enjoyed listening to this podcast, you are going to enjoy your one-on-one session with me. Go to iqueenup.com, click on work with LaShawn, and let's get your journey moving forward. It drips constantly. Love cannot help but to drive fear from its roots in you. You are loved. You are loved. You don't need anybody's validation, you got your own.